All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Raya. And today we're going to talk about the four horsemen of relationships as well as the four antidotes. Why am I talking about relationships? Because relationships are the juice of life. Relationships are what's needed to enhance every category of your life, your intimate life, your business life, your professional life, your life as being a father or mother, all right? Everything is based on relationships. We don't live on an island. We live interconnected with people. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it, and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. So, with that being said, why does a relationship weaken and fail? And I want to refer to uh, Dr. Gottman. And he, uh, he came up with, you know, he's one of the number one uh, researchers and scientists on relationships and marriage. And he says that there are four horsemen of, a, uh, you know, usually the four horsemen are referred to the four horsemen of the apocalypse, meaning something, a negative event. And in this case, he's, he's referencing the four horsemen of, of, of a destruction of a relationship. And not only that, I don't want to just give you how to destroy it, but I'm going to give you the ways to reverse it or the antidotes to these four horsemen. So buckle up, get ready. Let's do this. Number one, it's criticism. What is criticism? It's verbally attacking a person or their character, right? Number two, it's contempt. And as you can tell, this is starting to build up, right? And one out of four is okay. It happens sometimes. Two out of four, tolerable. You still probably have a reasonable relationship, but when you start getting three out of four of these things or four out of four, that relationship is essentially dead or rapidly dying, right? And these are red flags that something has to change or the relationship will end. Number two was, so criticism was number one. Number two was contempt. That's attacking their sense of self-worth. Uh, with the intent uh, to insult or abuse, right? And this could be verbal, it could be physical. Next is defensiveness, victimizing yourself to ward off all perceived attack and reverse the blame. 
And finally, number four, stonewalling. What does that mean? That means withdrawing to avoid conflict, conveying disapproval, distance, separation. You sleep in different beds. You don't talk to each other. You communicate only via text. You have your life. She has her life. uh, And it's essentially you guys are, you know, either distant friends, acquaintances at best. So what can we do to turn this around, right? Uh, those are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, I'm going to talk to you now about the, the four antidotes to, to reverse these things. And then I'm going to share with you a strategy called the P to C ratio or the praise to criticism ratio. And I'll tell you what the ideal ratio is based on science. And I'll also share with you a secret technique of how to pay compliments that actually hit well. And they're not just flattery or air up someone's skirt, but they're actually true, genuine, authentic positivity arrows that you could shoot toward a person and they'll receive it well. All right, let's get into it. So criticism, what do you do when there's criticism going on? Instead of criticizing, you may want to make requests. Instead of blaming that person, hey, you suck or, hey, you know, because of you, this is what happened. It's like, hey, look, looks like the situation is such in, in such a way that, you know, this is what's going on. I think moving forward, uh, to decrease impact on both of us, let's do X, Y, and Z, right? You don't criticize the person, you criticize potentially the situation or, or you know, what, what's happening versus uh, making it personal. And you want to figure out how to meet their person's needs and you want to share with them how they can meet your needs, okay? That's criticism. Next is contempt. Um Instead of treating the person with disrespect or ridicule or making them lesser than and using more like disgusting, stupid, what's wrong with you? Uh, you know, you want to say, hey, I haven't thought of it that way. Uh, tell me more. Or, hey, what you're feeling makes sense. Thank you for sharing that. Right. You want to communicate value to that person and you want to attempt to understand and validate them. You may not agree, but your goal is to understand and, and say, hey, your your viewpoint is truly valid. Right. Um, and you, it's sometimes also trying to be literally being the other person's footsteps. And the goal is to see, hey, can this person be worthy of honor or have I honored them before in the past? And what can I do now to do that? All right. Number three, defensiveness. What do you do there? You want to accept responsibility. You don't want to get defensive. Fully own the ways that you may have contributed to the problem, right? Focus on on the impact, on your impact, not on, on your intentions of self-defense, right? That's not what I was going for, but if it still hurts you, I'm sorry. Hey, the, the ball's in my court and I dropped it. You know what? I'll take care of it. That's the kind of language you need, okay? That's how you deal with defensiveness. Now, finally, stonewalling. The way to do stone, because uh, this is a very severe escalation of the relationship. And so they suggest self-soothing and re-engaging. Uh, softly tell the other person, hey, you're being flooded with emotions and you need to take a break. Man, you know, hey, I need to calm myself down. Do you mind if I take a 30 minutes and I'll come back to you? You know, hey, this topic is really important to me. I want to be present, but I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Hey, can I can I can I take a, uh, an hour and and I'll I'll clear my head. I'm going to come back and be fully engaged. See, when emotions are high, logic is low. And so you don't want to do things during an emotional state. And remember, there's four triggers usually to a very high intense emotional state. It's called halt. You want to halt your emotions if they're sabotaging you. H-A-L-T. H stands for hunger. A is for anger. L, loneliness. And T is tiredness. 
Usually when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired is when you do stupid things. So when you recognize you're in one of those states, it's probably not the best time to engage with a partner where you're already on the rocks or that you may say something you regret. You want to disengage, recenter yourself, engage back again. Okay, guys. So, so that's, those are the, uh, the four horsemen. Those are the four antidotes to the four horsemen. Now I want to talk to you about praise to criticism ratio. How do you know when you're in a positive, uplifting relationship with a person? Well, the amount of praise you give versus the criticism and the ideal praise to criticism ratio is five to one. What does that mean? What that means is, um, you know, you praise them about their looks, their appearance. You praise them about what they're doing. You, you, you thank them for doing the chores. You, you appreciate them for showing you so much love for creating all these magic moments. And if you want to give feedback, you give feedback on the behavior, not the person. So that constructive feedback is not, it's, it's not a targeted attack. It's like, Hey, look, uh, Veer, uh, you know, uh, next time make sure you do this and this because that way we as a family can uh you know uh get ready on time for example so pray praise the person if you have to criticize criticize the behavior and remember your ratio five to one and then finally what is a sincere compliment guys a sincere compliment is anything where you pay a compliment and you explain why that compliment is appropriate for them by giving an example and and then that's where it hits very well, you know. Uh, hey, Chris, I, I love the fact that you are engaging and coming with ways that are making our team more successful at Viking. And, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you went above and beyond and reached out to Comb and, and made sure he was he was good with the next project. And because of that, now I can see our whole company moving forward. So thank you for that. I say the compliment. I justify the compliment and I reiterate the praise again, right? It's almost like a praise sandwich. So with, uh, with, the, with the, uh, <laughs> the meat in the middle is sincere authenticity and, and actual reason for the compliment. Okay. So guys, how do you use this? You can use this in business. You can use it in your workplace. You can use it in your intimate relationships. You can use it with your children. This is the Holy grail. If you learn these things, you can bulletproof your relationship so it stays strong, stays healthy, and you can become a master influencer. You can be the person people want to be around. You can, you know, there's several ways to influence people, but the way, the, the best way I've found is to be a leader and to be an authentic supporter of what's going on for people around you. Okay. If you like this information, if you want more, subscribe to the podcast, refer a friend. Uh, join my physician wealth accelerator community, PWA community. Uh, there's a link below to join that community. It's com completely complimentary and you'll learn more and more of these kind of strategies to become a limitless MD where you're having, you know, more freedom, more wealth, more human optimization guys. So remember again, how do you avoid a relationship from weakening and failing? You want to avoid the four horsemen. You want to use the antidotes we talked about. You want to use the five to one praise or criticism ratio. And when you play a pay a compliment, make it sincere. Again, as we wrap up here, be limitless and I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. 
So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.